0: Today is April 9th. I'm Serena and welcome to the Seven Streams Bible Reading Method. We are in the World Stream today. We're in the book of Exodus. Now last week we left off midway through a conversation that God was having with Moses. And today we're going to find out how the rest of the conversation goes. We'll be reading Exodus chapters 4 through chapter 7. And this week we're reading from the Lexham English Bible. Now, the Lexham English Bible is a more literal translation. However, the translators wanted to make a very good stab at making this a very understandable, flowing sort of literal translation. Sometimes a literal translation can sound somewhat wooden. That's typically the term that's used. So they've made an effort to make this very readable, understandable Very transparent. And again, this translation refers to God as Yahweh. Exodus chapter 4. And Moses answered, and he said, And if they do not believe me, and they do not listen to my voice, but they say, Yahweh did not appear to you. And Yahweh said to him, What is this in your hand? And he said, A staff. And he said, Throw it onto the ground. And he threw it onto the ground, and it became a snake, and Moses fled from it. And Yahweh said to Moses, Reach out your hand and grasp it by its tail. And he reached out his hand and grabbed it, and it became a staff in his palm, so that they may believe that Yahweh, the God of their ancestors, appeared to you. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Yahweh said to him again, Put your hand into the fold of your garment. And he put his hand into the fold of his garment, and he took it out. And to his surprise, his hand was afflicted with a skin disease like snow. And he said, Return your hand to the fold of your garment. And he returned his hand to the fold of his garment, and he took it out from the fold of his garment, and to his surprise, it was restored like the rest of his body. And if they do not believe you, and they will not listen to the voice of the former sign, then they will believe the voice of the latter sign. And if they do not believe the second of these signs, and they will not listen to your voice, then you must take water from the Nile, and pour it onto the dry ground. And the water that you take from the Nile will become blood on the dry ground. And Moses said to Yahweh, Please, Lord, I am not a man of words, neither recently nor in the past, nor since your speaking to your servant, because I am heavy of mouth and of tongue. And Yahweh said to him, Who gave a mouth to humankind? Or who makes mute or deaf or sighted or blind? Is it not I, Yahweh? So then, go, and I myself will be with your mouth, and I will teach you what you must speak. And he said, Please, Lord, do send anyone else whom you wish to send. And Yahweh was angry with Moses and said, Is there not Aaron, your brother, the Levite? I know that he certainly can speak. And also, there he is coming out to meet you. And when he sees you, he will rejoice in his heart. And you will speak to him. And you will put words in his mouth. And I myself will be with your mouth and with his mouth. And I will teach you what you must do. And he will speak for you to the people. And then he will be to you as a mouth. And you will be to him as a God. And you must take this staff in your hand with which you will do the signs. And Moses went. And he returned to Jethro, his father in law, and he said to him, Please let me go, and let me return to my brothers who are in Egypt, and let me see whether they are yet alive. And Jethro said to Moses, Go in peace. And Yahweh said to Moses in Midian, Go, return to Egypt, because all the men have died who were seeking your life. And Moses took his wife and his sons and had them ride on the donkey, and he returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses took the staff of God in his hand. And Yahweh said to Moses, When you go to return to Egypt, see all of the wonders that I have put in your hand, And do them before Pharaoh, and I myself will harden his heart, and he will not release the people. And you must say to Pharaoh, Thus says Yahweh Israel is my son, my firstborn. And I said to you, Release my son and let him serve me. But you refused to release him. Look, I am about to kill your son, your firstborn. And on the way, at the place of overnight lodging, Yahweh encountered him and sought to kill him. But Zipporah took a flint knife, and she cut off the foreskin of her son, and she touched his feet. And she said, Yes, you are a bridegroom of blood to me. And he left him alone. At that time she said, A bridegroom of blood because of the circumcision. And Yahweh said to Aaron, Go to the desert to meet Moses. And he went and encountered him at the mountain of God and kissed him. And Moses told Aaron all the words of Yahweh who had sent him and all the signs that he had commanded him. And Moses and Aaron went, and they gathered all the elders of the Israelites. And Aaron spoke all the words that Yahweh had spoken to Moses. And he did the signs before the eyes of the people. And the people believed when they heard that Yahweh had attended to the Israelites and that he had seen their misery, and they knelt down and they worshipped. And afterward, Moses and Aaron went and they said to Pharaoh, Thus says Yahweh, the God of Israel, Release my people so that they may hold a festival for me in the desert. And Pharaoh said, Who is Yahweh, that I should listen to his voice to release Israel? I do not know Yahweh, and also I will not release Israel. And they said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Please, let us go on a three-day journey into the desert, and let us sacrifice to Yahweh our God, lest he strike us with plague or with sword. And the king of Egypt said, Why, Moses and Aaron, do you take the people from their work? Go to your forced labor. And Pharaoh said, Look, the people of the land are now many, and you want to stop them from their forced labor. And on that day, Pharaoh commanded the slave drivers over the people and his foremen, saying, You must no longer give straw to the people to make the bricks like before. Let them go and gather straw for themselves, but the quota of the bricks that they were making before you must require of them. You must not reduce from it, because they are lazy. Therefore they are crying out, saying, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let the work be heavier on the men so that they will do it and not pay attention to words of deception. And the slave drivers of the people and their foremen went out, and they spoke to the people saying, Thus says Pharaoh, I am not giving you straw. You go, get straw for yourselves from whatever you find because not a thing is being reduced from your work. And the people spread out in all the land of Egypt to gather stubble for the straw. And the slave drivers were insisting, saying, Finish your work for each day on its day as when there was straw. And the foremen of the Israelites, whom Pharaoh's slave drivers had appointed over them, were beaten by men who were saying, Why have you not completed your portion of brickmaking as before, both yesterday and today? And all the foremen of the Israelites came and cried out to Pharaoh, saying, Why do you treat your servants like this? Straw is not being given to your servants, but they are saying to us, Make bricks. And look, your servants are being beaten, but it is the fault of your people. And he said, You are lazy, lazy. Therefore you are saying, Let us go. Let us sacrifice to Yahweh. And now go, work, but straw will not be given to you and you must give the full quota of bricks. And the foremen of the Israelites saw they were in trouble with the saying, You will not reduce from your bricks for each day on its day. And they met Moses and Aaron, who were waiting to meet them when they were going out from Pharaoh. And they said to them, May Yahweh look upon you and judge, because you have caused our fragrance to stink in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of his servants, so as to put a sword into their hand to kill us. And Moses returned to Yahweh and said, Lord, why have you brought trouble to this people? Why ever did you send me? And from the time I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has brought trouble to this people, and you have certainly not delivered your people." And Yahweh said to Moses, Now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh, because with a strong hand he will release them, and with a strong hand he will drive them out from his land. And God spoke to Moses, and he said to him, I am Yahweh, and I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Shaddai, but by my name Yahweh, I was not known to them, and I not only established my covenant with them to give to them the land of Canaan, the land of their sojournings, in which they dwelt as aliens, but also I myself heard the groaning of the Israelites, whom the Egyptians are making to work, and I remembered my covenant. Therefore say to the Israelites, I am Yahweh, And I will bring you out from under the forced labor of Egypt. And I will deliver you from their slavery. And I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great punishments. And I will take you as my people. And I will be your God. And you will know that I am Yahweh your God, who brought you out from under the forced labor of Egypt. And I will bring you to the land that I swore to give to Abraham To Isaac and to Jacob, and I will give it to you as a possession. I am Yahweh. And Moses spoke thus to the Israelites, but they did not listen to Moses because of the discouragement and because of hard work. And Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Go, speak to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and let him release the Israelites from his land. And Moses spoke before Yahweh, saying, Look, the Israelites do not listen to me, and how will Pharaoh listen to me, since I am a poor speaker? And Yahweh spoke to Moses and to Aaron, and he commanded them to go to the Israelites and to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, to bring the Israelites out from the land of Egypt. These are the heads of their families. The sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, are Enoch and Palu, Hezron and Carmi. These are the clans of Reuben. And the sons of Simeon are Jemuel and Jamin, and Ohad and Jakin, and Zohar and Shaul, the son of the Canaanites. These are the clans of Simeon. And these are the names of the sons of Levi, according to their genealogies, Gershon and Kohath, and Merari, and the years of the life of Levi were 137 years. The sons of Gershon are Libni and Shimei, according to their clans. And the sons of Kohath are Amram and Izhar and Hebron and Uziel, and the years of the life of Kohath were 133 years. And the sons of Merari are Mahli and Mushi, These are clans of the Levites according to their genealogies. And Amram took Jochebed, his aunt, for himself as a wife, and she bore for him Aaron and Moses. And the years of the life of Amram were one hundred and thirty-seven years. And the sons of Izhar are Korah and Nepheg and Zikri, and the sons of Uziel are Mishael and Elzaphan and Sithri, And Aaron took Elisheba, the daughter of Amminadab, the sister of Nashon, for himself as a wife. And she bore for him Nadab and Abihu, Eliezer and Ithamar. And the sons of Korah are Asir and Elkanah and Abiasaph. These are the clans of the Korahites. And Eliezer, the son of Aaron, took for himself one of the daughters of Putiel as a wife. And she bore for him... Phinehas, these are the heads of the families of the Levites according to their clans. It was that Aaron and Moses to whom Yahweh said, bring the Israelites out from the land of Egypt according to their divisions. They were those who spoke to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, in order to bring the Israelites out from Egypt. It was that Moses and Aaron. And so it was on a certain day, Yahweh spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt. And Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, I am Yahweh. Speak to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, all that I am speaking to you. And Moses said before Yahweh, Look, I am a poor speaker, and how will Pharaoh listen to me? And Yahweh said to Moses, See, I have made you as a god to Pharaoh. And Aaron your brother will be your prophet. You will speak all that I will command you. And Aaron your brother will speak to Pharaoh. And he will release the Israelites from his land. And I myself will harden the heart of Pharaoh. And I will make my signs and my wonders numerous in the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh will not listen to you. And I will put my hand into Egypt. And bring out my divisions, my people, the Israelites, from the land of Egypt with great punishments. And the Egyptians will know that I am Yahweh when I stretch out my hand over Egypt and bring the Israelites out from their midst. And Moses and Aaron did it, as Yahweh commanded them, so they did. And Moses was eighty years old. And Aaron was eighty-three years old when they spoke to Pharaoh. And Yahweh said to Moses and to Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh speaks to you, saying, Do a wonder for yourselves, you will say to Aaron, Take your staff and throw it before Pharaoh, and it will become a snake. And Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh, and they did so, as Yahweh had commanded. And Aaron threw his staff before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a snake. And Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers, and they also, the magicians of Egypt, did likewise with their secret arts. Each threw down his staff, and they became snakes, and Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. And Pharaoh's heart was hard, and he did not listen to them, as Yahweh had said. And Yahweh said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is insensitive. He refuses to release the people. Go to Pharaoh in the morning. Look, he is going out to the water, and you must wait to meet him on the bank of the Nile. And you must take in your hand the staff that was changed into a snake. And you must say to him, Yahweh, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to you saying, Release my people, that they may serve me in the desert. And look, you have not listened until now. Thus says Yahweh, By this you will know that I am Yahweh. Look, I am about to strike with the staff that is in my hand the water that is in the Nile, and it will be changed to blood. And the fish that are in the Nile will die, and the Nile will stink and the Egyptians will be unable to drink water from the Nile. And Yahweh said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Take your staff and stretch your hand out over the waters of Egypt and over their rivers, over their canals and over their pools, and over all their reservoirs of water, so that they become blood. And blood will be in all the land of Egypt and in vessels of wood and of stone. And Moses and Aaron did so, as Yahweh had commanded. And he raised the staff and struck the water that was in the Nile before the eyes of Pharaoh and before the eyes of his servants. And all of the water that was in the Nile was changed to blood. And the fish that were in the Nile died. And the Nile stank. And the Egyptians were not able to drink water from the Nile. And the blood was in all the land of Egypt. And the magicians of Egypt did likewise with their secret arts. And Pharaoh's heart was hard, and he did not listen to them, as Yahweh had spoken. And Pharaoh turned and went to his house, and he did not take also this to heart. And all of the Egyptians dug around the Nile for water to drink, because they were unable to drink from the water of the Nile. And seven days passed after Yahweh struck the Nile. Dear Lord, help us to have soft hearts. Don't help us to have a hard heart like Pharaoh. Help us to listen to you. Help us to be obedient. We definitely want to take to heart what you told Moses. Help us to be willing to carry out whatever word that you ask us to deliver or say. In all that we do, let us follow you wholeheartedly. In Jesus' name, amen. We start today with Moses arguing with God. He seems to want to do his will, but in many ways he is coming up with just about every excuse he can to get out of what God is asking him to do. He's in agreement, but he doesn't agree that he's the one. Elsewhere in the Bible, we read that Moses was the most humble man to walk on the earth. Now, I don't know which way we should lean more, if we are leaning more to humility or disobedience. <laughs> so he, he was willing to go out and obey, but he wasn't willing to be the spokesperson. So, at any rate, God works with him, and it really he works it out so that Aaron ends up being the one to deliver all these words. But before he even gets to that point, he brings Moses to a point where he realizes that God is the only thing he can rely on. Because when he first goes to Pharaoh and says, basically, let my people go worship in the desert, Pharaoh turns it right around and increases the labor of the Israelites. And the Israelites, who momentarily forgot that they had been crying out to God and wanted to be released, somebody comes to release them. And then all of a sudden, their workload is increased, and they get beaten. And then they're saying, we really, what in the world did you do this to us for? (laughs) Not realizing that this was kind of part of the process. Anyway... Moses is now between a rock and a hard place realizing I have to rely on God. And he does. He goes to God and says, what do I do now? Uh, You brought me here. Are you not going to let him go? Because I'm here to do the job. Well, on my terms anyway. (laughs) So anyway, Moses is learning on the job. And did you notice that he's 80 years old when he's doing this? So many times we have this feeling that, Maybe I'm not doing all I can do for God. Well, I just want to encourage you. Life has its seasons, and Moses needed to be seasoned out in the desert. And notice the first plague that comes upon Egypt, and that is the plague of blood. And it's directed specifically at the Nile River. Now, in many ways, the Nile is the, quote-unquote, lifeblood of Egypt— Because by the river of the Nile, crops are watered. Everything is focused around the Nile River. And that is the first thing that is being attacked, is that Nile. And then the fish, they can't drink the water, the fish die. It's not going well. And you would think that Pharaoh would look at this and realize, wow, this God has the ability to attack the entire Nile. But uh, anyway, he, he, it doesn't seem to phase him much. But actually, God had already warned Moses that Pharaoh was not going to be really easy. He wasn't going to be a pushover when it came to letting the people of Israel go. So it looks like we are in a knockdown, dragout drag-out battle, and it's going to take a while for the Israelites to be released from Egypt. We'll read some more next week. 7 is the home port for this podcast. And I also want to say congratulations. You have reached the 100th day of listening to the Bible. If you've listened since January 1st, this is day 100. And I want to tell you how proud I am of you to get this far. This is not easy. There are so many other things that are commanding your attention and that want to distract you from spending time in the Word. I know. I can testify. So thank you. Good job. Tomorrow we will transition to the nation stream and know that nothing can separate you from the love of God. Until tomorrow, I'm Serena, sailing with you down the seven streams.